We hope you enjoy our homily podcast. Please consider supporting the ministry of Our Lady of Lourdes by donating to the Future Full of Hope Capital Campaign at lourdesdenver.org. We are so grateful for your support. Today I want to start, today is Corpus Christi. Today we celebrate the true presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. Our gospel today, I just want to highlight one thing from that. Jesus invites the 12 apostles into his ministry. The scripture scholars, modern scripture scholars tell us that this miracle of the multiplication of the loaves is a pointing towards the Last Supper. Notice that Jesus uses the same language he's going to use in the Last Supper. He takes bread, blesses and breaks it and gives. And it's no accident that's exactly what he's going to say at the Last Supper. But he invites the apostles. In other words, the ministry of the church shares in the ministry of Christ himself. Okay, but I want to talk about anxiety. Of course, right? What else do we talk about? I want to talk about anxiety. Um, I don't know if you have a day of the week that is your least favorite. Uh, my guess is you do. Mine is Tuesday. And I'm just convinced of this. I know what every one of you does. You know, you, you have a nice weekend. You relax. Monday, you go back to, to regular life. You go to your job. You know, it's another week. And you think, you know what? I need to make Father Brian's life difficult. That's what I need to do. And I know he's off on Mondays, so I'm going to send him a bunch of emails today, right? And so I come in on Tuesdays, and I swear, I'm like, the whole world on Monday got together and said, let's get Father Brian, right? And I walk in, and I should change my day off. I know there's an easy solution, but don't judge me. So I walk in on Tuesdays, and my brother, there's a great story, when he was right out of college, he and a friend of ours, this guy Matt, they were two firms, two different accounting firms, and they figured out a way where you could program your, your email, where if you just hit one key, it would send a blank email to someone you designated. So they got an email wars. And my brother, I kid you not, this is what employers are like dread, my brother just sat at his desk for like hours going, Mail, 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 mail. And so this guy, Matt, would walk to his inbox, and it was like, Brrrr. Don't you love that noise? <laughs> That's how I feel on Mondays, and so, or on Tuesdays. So Tuesdays are a hard day for me. And I, what always happens is I've got a 1,000 emails, and the staff at Lourdes, they have that magical phrase for Father Brian. Father, do you have a minute? Right? And I'm like, I will kill you. Um, we've all been there. So what I want to talk about those anxieties. We all, we all have that at different times and in different ways in our life. And when I have days like that, I know how my prayer goes. Right? My prayer to God turns into something like, Lord, I need you to get me through today. And I need, I need your strength and your wisdom just to make it through today. And then there's about 10 things where I just say, God, I need you to take care of this. And I think most of us pray like that. 
I could be wrong, but I think that's most of us. And what that should make us think of is a, a petition in the Our Father. Every day you pray the, the Our Father. I hope you pray it multiple times a day. You pray the Our Father, right? And you say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And I don't know when you pray that prayer if you think about what that means. I hope you do. And for most of us, right, I think it, we, we kind of take it as, Lord, get me through today. Get me through this. Give me today my daily bread. Give me the bread I need to make it through another day. And to lead into our reflections on Corpus Christi, I want to break you out of that. Because that's not what the Our Father says. It's not what the Our Father says. The, uh, as usual, we have to go to the Greek here. The, the Greek word for day, and I'm going to take you back to elementary school here. So the Greek word for day is hemera. So everybody say hemera. Okay, that was better than 845, but still pretty weak. Say it again. Hemera. Okay, that's the Greek word for day or daily. The Greek word in our father is epiusion. Yeah, I know we don't have to say that one. That's tough. But it's nothing like chimera. It's not even close. And what I want to show you today is that God has something much richer for you in the Our Father. He has something super rich and super deep for you and me when we pray that prayer. And here's a hint at this. We usually think, you know, I pray the Our Father that God would get me through my day-to-day things. Jesus gives us a hint in the same chapter in the gospel that he doesn't want us to pray that way. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus talks at the end of the Sermon on the Mount, and he says this. He says, do not be anxious. Do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. God knows your needs. He knows them. It doesn't mean you can't talk to him about them, but brothers and sisters, God knows what you need. You have a Father who loves you, who cares for your future and your day-to-day existence. And Jesus tells us that if you're a man or a woman of faith, you and I are not the kind of people who have day-to-day heavy anxiety. Because when those things come, you and I turn to the God who loves us, and we trust him. The Gentiles seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. This is part of what it means to be a person of faith. 
And so what is the Our Father getting at? And brothers and sisters, I want to show you, God has something so much deeper for us. He has something that he wants to feed you with that is so much deeper than your day-to-day needs. He has something that will feed your heart and your mind and your soul. And the bread that you and I pray for in the Our Father is so much deeper. Now think about this. What what happens to all of us, in my life, I get to a certain routine. And I need those things, right? There's, There's things I need just through life. I get up every day at six. I brew coffee first thing in the morning because Father Mike never will, as much as I try to train him. He's never going to get there, right? I brew coffee. About 10 minutes later, I turn back into a human being, right? And I pray my holy hour every day. I say mass, right? I have my routine. I go to my desk. I pray daytime prayer, right? I, I answer emails. I have appointments. There's a routine and a rhythm. Monday as I go to Costco, it freaks everybody out at Lourdes because it's usually right after a long bike ride and I'm still in my bike gear, right? And the parents are horrified and the kids look at me like, oh my gosh, our priest is totally ripped, right? And it's like, it's awesome, right? They don't really say that, but they're thinking it. But that happens on Mondays. I get my hair cut once a month, right? And at my haircut place, I go to Great Clips. And, and you can just kind of see them looking at each other, thinking, who wants to cut the priest hair? And no one wants to cut the priest hair because they think I'm going to, like, impose religion on them. And I don't. I make chit-chat and tell them to repent of their sins. <laughs> that's, that's it. What happens though, to all of us, Right? In our lives, we get these routines. We know how our life goes. And at a certain point, it's one day after another. And we get pretty good at our routines. We know how to do things. We mow the lawn a certain day of the month or the week, right? We, some of you who are really excellent human beings even floss, right? It's amazing. We get that all down. And somewhere in the midst of it, here's my point. Somewhere in the midst of that, we, need, we realize that we need something much more. And we begin to wonder, Lord, is my life, is it just these things? Is it one thing after the next? Is it one day after the other? Here's what I want to propose to you today. When we pray for that daily bread and I say, God, I need things to live. I need things to survive. That's true. But you and I trust God for that. You and I need something so much more. St. John Paul II says it this way. He says, man cannot live without love. And you know that, right? Right? You can't live without love. Man cannot live without love. He remains a being that is incomprehensible for himself. If you don't have love in your life, you have all those other things. You have pressed clothes in a perfect living room, and you wash your car all the time, and you have perfect dental checkups. But if you don't have love in your life, 
You and I both know that your life makes no sense. He remains a being that is incomprehensible for himself. His life is senseless if love is not revealed to him, if he does not encounter love, if he does not experience it and make it his own. I need that in my life. And if I have that, if my life has authentic love inside of it, I can actually go without some of the things I think I need. If I know I'm loved, and if my life lives within a story that's a story about love, I don't have to have a perfectly ordered life around me. I can deal with the fact that, you know, maybe my finances aren't perfect. And maybe I'm, I don't know where I'm going next week, and maybe my house doesn't look the way other people's houses look. Because the purpose of my life was never those things anyway. So in the Our Father, right, give us this day our, our tone epiousion. Epiusion does not mean daily. Epiusion means supernatural. That's what it means. And if my life is to be fulfilling and human and everything it should be, I don't just need physical daily things. Jesus, I need the supernatural bread. I need the bread that is the love of God that we call the Eucharist. Jesus, give me today the supernatural bread. Not just the physical things and the bodily and the day by day. Jesus, I need love and truth and goodness. That is the bread I hunger for. That's what the Our Father says. The Our Father is a prayer about the Eucharist, brothers and sisters. Usion means substance in Greek or being. Epi means above. And so the Our Father is asked, and when we pray that, we're asking God for a supernatural bread. Now let me tie this together to our second reading. John Paul II says that we have to have love. If I'm going to live a full life, I have to be engrossed in love. In our second reading today from 1 Corinthians 11, such a powerful reading. At the end of that reading, St. Paul says something kind of strange. And it's something that we say at Mass. He says this, he says, As often as you eat the bread and drink the chalice, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. That's odd, right? I don't know if you think that. When you come up and you receive communion and you eat the, bread, the body of Christ and you drink his blood, my guess is you're not like, yep, I'm proclaiming Jesus' death. St. Paul says you are. Communion, when we come to communion at Mass every Sunday, brothers and sisters, communion is about the death and resurrection of Jesus. That's what it's about. It's about. 
And there, I could talk about this for hours, and I know you believe me, so I won't test it. But how do we know this? Jesus, on the, at the Last Supper, he made the Eucharist about his death. Taking the bread, he blessed it and broke it, saying, this is my body. Jesus takes a piece of bread that is his body, and he breaks it. The place where the body of Jesus Christ was broken was on the cross. He takes a chalice. He says, this is the chalice of my blood, which will be poured out for you. The place where the blood of Christ was poured out, brothers and sisters, was on the cross. The Catholic Church teaches dogmatically and has for 2,000 years, as Scripture teaches, that when you come to Mass, mystically, we are present at the one sacrifice of Jesus Christ. When you come to Mass, right, this is why we try to pray the Mass. Not just go to Mass, we pray the Mass. Because when you come to the Eucharist, mystically, you and I stand before Jesus on his cross. That's what the Eucharist is. And that's why Paul says, when you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death. And I want to leave you with this today. At that last supper, when Jesus created the new covenant, right, a covenant's a family, by the way. That's why the Eucharist is so important. The, the covenant is us. After communion today, the same blood flows through all of our veins. The blood of the Messiah. Jesus says at the Last Supper, he broke it and said, this is my body which is for you. To be a real human being, what I need in life, I don't just need the daily things. I need to know that I am loved. I need to know that my life isn't just Costco on Mondays and haircuts the third week of the month. I don't really count weeks, but whatever it is. I need to know my life is more. I need to live for something. The Eucharist is what gives meaning to my life. Every time I receive from Jesus, from his body and blood, I know that there is someone who gives his life for Jesus, today, Lord, I need all those things. I can only survive day by day by your goodness. But Lord, what I really want is love. What I really want is truth. What I really want is meaning. And Lord, here on this altar, you give me that. Here at this altar and in this Mass, I know I am loved. I know that what you did 2,000 years ago lives on today. Jesus, in the Eucharist, I know that you are for me. Jesus, give us today, give us today, Lord, our supernatural bread.